With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another installment of the Fragments of Silicon Review. Um, this week we got two games. Um, looks like it's going to be the last week with two, just two games for a bit. Like, <laughs> as I mentioned previously, it's the busy season. So we've got a lot of uh, looking forward and all that stuff. But, you know, getting to this week, first up is The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk. So, um, we'll just start on this. I know. Um, about six months ago, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, I'm like, mm, but thereabouts, uh, we did a review on the first game. Uh, I you know, it's like, it's a bit fuzzy at this point because, you know, it was six months ago and we review a lot of games, but I recall we generally liked the game. You know, I thought it was a solid outing. You know, a good adventure game it mm-hmm. it yeah. wasn't um doing anything innovative or special in terms of like mechanics or design but you know it was a fair you know its execution was um good you know it's you know its biggest selling point is its um characters and especially its well world because the inner world isn't like you know, it's not standard fantasy or anything like that. You, you know, you, you unless you played the previous game or this game, you haven't seen this world before. Now, mm-hmm. it, it's a wholly unique entity in and of itself is what I'm getting at. And that definitely carries forward into the sequel. Because, honestly, I can sum this game up in a nutshell. More of the same. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very direct sequel. The tone and stuff is all pretty much the same. The plot progresses in a way that uh, generally seems to be making sense. Yeah, uh, I'm like, <laughs> it's it's what we would call like an expansion pack sequel, or you know, something along those lines. Because yeah, if you played the first game, you played this one practically. Because, I'll be honest, I'm trying to think of anything new this game does, really. Aside from it's a new story. Right. Or an extension of the story. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it it moves things forward narratively and some stuff like that. But, like, mechanically, um, it's the exact same interface. I'm like... um, 
you know, it's the point click, um, you know, match the thing to the thing uh, kind of puzzles. I mean, I suppose this time there are some variations in that. There are some more um, pure logic puzzles, I'd call them. You know, like um, chapter three and chapter four have like these big um, logic puzzles that uh, if you don't use the hit guide, is actually going to take you a while to figure out. Yeah. I'm like, spoiler alert, I use the hint guide because, well, I had places to be. Well, and the hint guide is fairly nice because it's a sort of semi-in-universe logic of... It's not just uh, tells you what to do next, or it's like you get three stages of hints... And it's sort of the way that their phrase tells you how one falls from the next. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's really handy when, um, you know, you get stuck somewhere, and this will usually happen in, a, uh, in an adventure game because, you know, you can't quite piece together the logic. And, you know, believe me, there were a few points where I broke down and used the guy, and I'm going, okay, how the fuck was I supposed to figure that out? <laughs> it's like okay when you lay out the logic before me I see what you were going for but I'm like that wasn't intuitive and this is just kind of an uh, occupational hazard of the genre in general mm-hmm. yeah like, like very rarely are adventure games bereft of logic it's not the oh um, match the random thing to the random thing it's like there's usually a train of logic behind it. It's just sometimes it's not obvious. Right. You know, so, you know. Like how are you supposed to know that Pegasus just got turned into a snake once or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's like you have to have some very esoteric knowledge is the answer. Like. You know, I won't cite any actual examples in this game because, you know, that's kind of the point. And I'm sure people will want to figure it out on their own. And if they don't, well, there's the hint guide. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it was especially useful because um, we actually got this copy pre-release. So, um, yeah, there weren't, there weren't guides yet. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. they literally didn't exist. And, um... I've also we've also played um, adventure games that didn't have guides pre-release, and yeah, got stuck there. <laughs> uh, you know, Thimbleweed Park. <laughs> yeah, th- this is before they instituted the hint system or anything. So, you know, oh hey, it's like uh, it's recapturing that old school adventure game experience. Didn't really miss that. <laughs> Oh, you mean the one where if you got stuck, you had to call the number in the manual? Yeah. You know. And, and the Thimbleweed Park replicated that exactly. Like, you actually do the, the number thing in-game now. Th- that, that wasn't the thing at launch or when we reviewed it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, uh, anyway, this is very much a modern adventure game. Um, it's still point and click, but not only does it have the hint guide, but um, it has the nice highlight feature. Um, that's where if you hold the button 
outside of any of the clickable objects, it'll show you all of the clickable objects. Which is convenient because some of them are not intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. And that helps reduce pixel hunting. In fact, pixel hunting is uh, not an issue here because, you know, it's all hotspots. And... As, uh, and that is a pretty standard thing uh, I've seen from modern point-and-click adventure games. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm fine with it. You know, it's like finding the one pixel you needed to find wasn't challenging. That was frustrating. Or if you want to frame it another way, it was artificial difficulty. Like, the challenge has to come from, you know, successfully figuring out the puzzles, not figuring out where you need to put the object. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Um, so the actual plot. Uh, At the end of the last game. Hang, first hang off, on. if you have hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry. Because I have to issue a spoiler warning. Okay. Mm. Right. That's the, I, I was interrupting myself for basically for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So before. Um, anyone who wants to play the first game, um, well, if you're, if you're listening live, obviously, you, you know, it's a bit of an issue, but if you're listening to the recording here, you know, just stop here, go play the first one, and then resume. This is a, st a standard feature, because, um, from this point on, we will be talking about the end of the last game. Yeah, and furthermore, I would actually recommend against playing this game without playing the first game first. Right, because this is a direct continuation um, from the first game. So, um, Galax, you may continue. I was going to say, at the end of the last game, you have pretty much saved the day from the megalomaniacal, evilly, easily, obviously evil from the very beginning of the first game, uh, Conroy. Uh, he ends up getting turned into stone by the monsters that turn people into stone, which turns out to kind of have been his fault, so... And, and then, of course, because Robert has, like, the world's worst luck, immediately after that, he gets turned to stone, too. So the first puzzle in this game is having your pigeon friend turn you unstone. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also, he got turned to stone because he was fleeing his responsibilities. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Which he, he... Yeah. He... He's a really meek soul who has, um... Uh, a lifetime of trauma behind him. And yeah, de dealing with some uh, pretty significant uh, child abuse via neglect from... Yeah. Well, it, well, Conroy becomes his, like, inner monologue in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's actually something that doesn't go away. Now, a bit of a yeah, spoiler. Yeah, it's, it's still in this, and... But, anyway, so... In the king's absence, yeah, as it turns out, Conroy is the king of the flute noses and thus the king of Asposia. Robert, like, you mean. He, you know, he flees, and there's this new political movement called the Conroyalists. And every allusion to Nazism is purely intentional. <laughs> like, yep. It's not subtle. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's Trust like, me, we've seen more subtle Nazis. These are not subtle Nazis. No. Yeah, and they're 
turning up all the flute noses and putting them in. Well, they're preparing to throw them all down the wind holes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it, it, sometimes some anvils need to be dropped, I suppose. Yeah. Uh-huh. And for those of you who don't really know, basically they're jettisoning them out into space. As far Except as this world goes. Solid ground. Yeah. Yeah. Asposia is kind of inside out. It's weird, and it's one of the nice things about the setting is that they kind of consider some of the implications of living in a hollow sphere inside a otherwise apparently solid Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, it's also the wind monks and the flute noses that they control the um, flow of air. Yeah, and if they weren't bringing air into Asposia presumably the bubble would collapse and then there would just be solid earth everywhere and well, a lot uh, of dead people. Yeah, yeah. Well, they pretty much say getting rid of the flute noses is um, tantamount to, well, suicide because they, they go, everyone suffocates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of course this doesn't have anything to do with uh, racist idiots who are looking for a uh, bad guy who got rid of their, you know, boss. They're idle, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and of course, it, you know, there's a lot of allusions to um, present day. Um, probably not intentionally, given how long this game has in, been in development. But um, much like Wolfenstein 2, the marketing department certainly noticed. <laughs> the, another I mean, game with a marketing team fucking on point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like. You know, the, the PR letter I got for this game was make Esposia great again. I'm like, yeah. Here's a hint. If, if you're using that tagline, you know, you're making some direct political um, connections. Yeah, you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, this game is a uh, independently developed um, adventure game from Germany. Uh-huh. It's got a lot less attention on it than the um, AAA first-person shooter from a, you know, a long and storied legacy of Nazi-killing first-person shooters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, and indeed, this game just came out a couple days ago, if I'm remembering correctly. Like Friday. Friday, yes. So, uh, anyway. So, you once again play as... Um, Robert and Julia, like uh, you get to play her as you get to play her more this game this time around. Like I believe she was playable in uh, for a chapter in the first game. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the earlier chapters, I believe. Yeah, and also this time you get to play as the pigeon Peck, and he factors into puzzle solving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, probably for example, there are many things that he can reach because he has wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but there are probably, also many things he cannot do because he does not have thumbs. Yeah, it's probably the biggest change-up pu- um, puzzle and mechanics-wise, because otherwise, like this game is really, really like the first game in just you know everything, you know, mechanics, design. I'm like, you know, um, narrative structure, you know. And it's safe to say, if you were a fan of the first game, you're going to be a fan of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's like Neophytes should absolutely play the first game first because honestly, this is like the second part of a story um, versus like a standalone game that has uh, connections to other games. Yeah, the biggest thing about this series is its story, so you want to get it in the right order. Yeah. I mean, this series does give you or this game does give you background when you need it, but you'll have a better experience if you actually play the other one first. Right. And hell, even some of the music's the same. Like, um, the music that plays on the uh, menu screen, it's the same one from the first game. Mm-hmm. And none of this is a bad thing. It's just... Uh, I don't know. It, this is, you know... I put this. This is pretty samey, even for a sequel. And it's also, if you're looking for any kind of change up in the formula, yeah, that didn't happen. I'm like, and as far as a third installment goes, maybe it, uh, it would happen. I'm like, but it's also, yeah, if they ended things here, it would be fine. That's hey, it's. I'm running out of things to talk about that you know, don't go beneath, uh, not so much the surface but beneath spoilers. Yeah, most of what the game is is story. Uh, yeah. The uh, physical gameplay mechanics are pretty simple, standard adventure game stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I do think that um, speaking of story, the, this game did take into account um, the actual real world passage of time like you know it's not like it's not like immediately after um, it's three to four years later yeah Robert's been stoned for a few years yeah mm-hmm. you know Emile's in charge and um, pretty much runs the place that kind of thing you know Julia's captured again, which happens a lot. Um, let's see. Um, so price. So this one's a bit of a... I'm trying to think of the word here. A bit of a hard recommend. Uh, because... Uh, the Inner World, The Last Wind Monk on Steam is clocking in at $24.99. Like $25. And, well, it's on sale now for $21.24. Like, let me see the bundle info. No. I'm not sh- Now, I, I can't see it because I already own both games. But presumably there's about a $5 uh, discount for both. Mm-hmm. No, usually, which you know is probably makes it a good deal, especially since you should want both games if you want like, one of them. Yeah, I'll be honest. You sh- you should buy the bundle if you're buying this because there's probably a little on the expensive side, but I mean you're in it for the story, so yeah. It's like, and once again, I would not recommend playing this game before the first one. Like, it just doesn't work that. 
but anyway, as far as the pricing goes, $25 is a bit much here. I'm like, it's got it's got maybe the production values to sustain it, but I'll be honest, as as far as adventure games go, um, it's pretty standard. Like, you know, it's not that big. It's I'd say it's about as big as the first game, maybe maybe a bit more. And once again, it does depend. It is dependent on if you use hints or not. Because if you use hints, you're going to blow through this a lot faster than if you don't. Because you'll find, you know, you'll you'll know the solutions to everything and what to do in what order. Yeah, and yeah. Th- th- that's kind of the key of adventure games here. Uh, especially the first playthrough. I'm like, you... The challenge is in figuring out the puzzles. And, like, I had no... I have no problems using walkthroughs um, in adventure games I'm reviewing because, you know, I, I want to get to the end. And I have no time to get stuck. Uh, it's, you know, if I don't complete this game before this review... It's not getting completed, or, you know, it, it doesn't matter because, well, the deadline has passed. But, you know, for people who buy this, I, you know, they they probably want to take as much time as they need to, you know, figure out the solutions. Uh-huh. So, Especially because Robert does have, you know, things to say about almost everything. Right, and, you know, there are um, special achievements for doing certain actions... You know, uh, that's about the closest to extra rewards you get. Uh, that was another staple of adventure games back in the day, especially Sierra side. You know, the um, then equivalent of achievements. You know, you get a score, um, mm-hmm. and just going through the game wouldn't necessarily give you the most score. Now, it's that's about what's going on here, because otherwise, yeah, there are no extras. You know, there are no additions and you know replayability is about the um, same for your average adventure game which is to say if you really really like this uh, sure go do it again but um, you're probably playing this once and never again or you play it once and then you put it down for a few years until you've forgotten about it Uh, that kind of deal Uh, let's see um, anything else you want to mention about the inner world, the last wind? Um, yeah, even if you wait for a sale, I do recommend playing this series just for mm-hmm. the humor and interesting world setup and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, any thoughts from you, Petty Fan or uh, Twilight? Um, it seems to be an all right game. I'm not much for adventure games, though, so... They're pretty neat um, adventure games. I would recommend playing them. Alright. Yeah, that, um, that's about where I'd fall. Um, overall rating, uh, giving a number score, about a 7, 8, maybe. Um, that is if you played the first one. Otherwise, um, just don't even apply. You know, um, for reasons previously stated. All right, um, I think that'll about do it for this review. Um, Stay tuned. 
the great Wobo escape is up next. And they wish you good gaming and all that stuff. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.